All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. I think we're on a little episode 11 now. Correct. Yeah, we're going to talk about a boring Richmond race <laughs> and hopefully get you hyped up for Martinsville and everything that's happened in between. So what you got there, kiddo? I was honestly going to say, what was your thoughts on it? And you said it right there. Uh, you know, we were kind of excited for it in the last podcast because it was a short track and it just was a snooze fest. And it came, it was. It came down to a, I won't say a bullshit, but a, a tire strategy, which Hamlin won. He, they had the right call. He did. Hamlin and I was Harvick. Impressed the, this is one of those races where you could have actually just turned it on at the very beginning. And missed nothing. And missed nothing until the last 10 laps. Mm-hmm. And that, well, you had uh, Hamlin and uh, Truex. And... The strategy at the very f- fifth last 50 laps kept you interested of what's going to happen. If a caution happens, or if he stays out, is he going to stay in the win? And, and just the, Byron and Truex's tires were just too old to defend Hamlin and Harvick, which, congrats. I was impressed with Harvick. Uh, Both of them. Yeah, the best showing he's had in quite a long time. Uh, And for Hamlin to to, to do what they did, I mean, it, again, I I am absolutely sorry. That was one of the most boring Richmond races I have ever seen witnessed in my 60 years on this earth uh like i said the last 10 laps is really good because like you said what happens if a caution comes out what 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 who's gonna do what which i believe that byron and uh uh, Truex would have had to go in. I think no everybody way. would have because with 10 laps, I think Byron and Truex would have had the fresh tires. They would have passed everybody within those 10 laps. So I think everybody would have had to come in if a caution. I really don't think Hamlin would have come in. I think he'd have stayed out. With the, with the way, the, I don't know because there's people coming in in five laps to change tires because the, the fall off is so much. Yeah. So I don't, maybe not. Maybe they were just going to try to gamble, but I just think with the, how f- much the tires fell off 10 laps I think everybody would have came in and then it would have been just a you know shootout to who can win push we probably had a double triple over yeah. time <laughs> yeah uh the only real accident was Cody Ware uh got into Eric Jones and um I can't remember who he got into, or maybe it was somebody got into Cody, but there, and again, I'm not advocating for a wreck fest, but that was just, I'm sorry. That was was pretty hard to stay tuned to. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I did notice big time is the stands were not full at all. Not even close. There was a lot of gray seating showing uh, during that whole race, and I have not seen the uh, um, ratings for that yet, but I did see... I have the ratings, actually. Okay. What is it? Um, let me pull the notes. Uh... The NASCAR Cup Series brought a three, 3.958 million viewers average and drew a 2.3. Actually, that's up from Coda. And I think I saw... Coda was 2.2. Yeah. So, I think I saw a stat. I don't want to say it's 26, but I think it was, it was 16 or 26% increase from last year, from where we were last year to this year. So, the viewership's up for NASCAR. So they think that's a big win. I'd love to see a, an actual chart of people tuning in, people tuning out. Because I, I got to tell you, 100 laps into that, if I didn't have a vested interest, I'd have probably gone and mowed the lawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not, I mean, that, I, and I'm not saying it's a product of the car or not. I, I was like, honestly, the way... Was it Fontana ran? I expected a lot of tire issues, like popping and blowing, but they they did a really good job apparently on the tires. There's 
it was real boring. There was really nothing going on. It was just, let's get these 400 laps over and then see what happens. There was nobody making mistakes. There was nobody getting squirrely. It was just mainly the tires falling off, and that was the main story of the day. It was. It, it was. And I can't remember who it was, whether it was Logano, and I don't even think it was him, but they, they showed about mid-race the first cycle on his tires and then the second cycle. And the first cycle, they were corded on the inside. The second cycle, they fixed whatever the issue was. Um, so you are 100% correct in that. The tires were the issue of the day. Oh, no. There was one other big issue. Kyle, Kyle Busch. That's a topic, yeah. You want to do that now or you want to wait and Let's finish it. it? I don't get it. That that piece of tape on his grill was there for almost 200 laps before they black flagged that's, that's That's what his crew chief, crew chief said. He's like, what the hell? It's been like that for 200 laps. Now you're getting us? Um, as he was making his way to the front. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently before, you know, they how they always taped off the nose for whatever, downforce, whatever, but now with the way the car is designed with the air going through the front valence or bumper and the way it goes underneath to the car, the diffuser, that apparently that little piece, piece of tape is a huge advantage. Well, the way I took it is they were trying to put on the, the brakes. Yeah, off. they missed the brake duct hole, and because the piss missed off the quick, they just slapped it and didn't realize it was on the bumper. And they said, "Oh, oh well," and went on the bumper. Yeah. And then, and it wasn't. And the reason, apparently, why NASCAR didn't catch it right away was they had to go look through the tapes and see if they found if they picked it up off the track or if they put it on. But they didn't notice it until. That previous pit stop where the um the NASCAR official on the pit lane saw it and then he notified up top and then it's like really two hundred laps later. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, I just thought it was ironic that, uh, like you said, two hundred laps and now all of a sudden it's an issue and then it only becomes an issue as he's mm-hmm. he's marching to the top. Yeah, and to and the front. he was at that time. He was on a rail. And they wanted to probably say that's why. His car yeah. was good. All the, Hend- all the, not Hendrix, but all the Toyota cars were good besides Bubba. All of them. About th- three laps down. All of them were good. Christopher Bell did good. Truex was dominant all day. Kyle Busch was up there. And Hamlin won. Yeah. So uh, and and Kurt Busch, he had that that problem. I guess it was a fuel pickup. Yeah, they apparently had two fuel pickups. The main one is one that was bad, and they changed the ignition or something. So yeah, he was like a hundred laps down by the time they got it fixed. He did finish the race. Yeah. He almost finished in front of Bubba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, that was another issue that happened, but that wasn't that wasn't anything his fault. That was just probably a faulty part. Oh, yeah, it was nothing that Kurt did, but I, I give him credit for taking the time. To, and I, and again, I, knew, I learned another rule because I thought that if you have taken your car behind pit wall for whatever reason, you were done. But evidently, if it's mechanical, that's not the case. You yeah. have all the time in the world. Yeah, if you, get into, if you get into a wreck, you have five minutes yeah. to, to get up to speed, and then yeah, the clock's off. And then the clock's yep. off to fix whatever you need. Yeah. That's funny. You talk about that uh, Bubba thing. And, and I told you last week I wrote that uh, blog for uh, NASCAR-Nation.com. You talk about a firestorm. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched any of it. Oh, my God. I got um, all kinds of, uh, input from the editors. Uh, when, in fact, they're kind of getting on me right now. Cause I, I have, I, and I'm going to do, and I won't announce or uh, say I will when we get to this subject, cause I know we're going to cover it. Uh, but I, in the, I don't know, six, seven blogs I've wrote since I started doing for this, this is by far blew the website off the chart. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I, I actually texted him and said, Hey man, I'm sorry. I pissed so many people off. He says, dude, when are you going to do it again? <laughs> <laughs> 
I guess the traffic has been, which is fine. You know, that was. It's 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 not really a controversial subject. It's more of a. It's a matter of whether you want to face the facts. Facts, or not. yeah. It's, it's a factual, or it's you can't get mad at a fact of how it is. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I got a kick out of that this week, and they're still going at each other as we speak right now. They're, they're all of them yelling. But anyway, um, I I hate. You know, obviously, just to kind of recap, Blaney won stage one. He led every single lap of that stage. Truex won stage two, and of course, Hamlin won mm-hmm. the race. So, uh, other than that, we had one accident, or actually one caution for cause. Everything else was just stages. And like I said, well, I, I'm and the one dis- thing they got rid of finally is the uh, the what the one caution. Uh, Oh, the competition. Yeah, caution. they finally got rid of the bullshit competition caution. Now, if they're going to yep. keep it that way, they, there's no reason to have it. Get rid of it. No, I don't, I agree. There's no reason to have it. I hope they keep it that way. I would imagine at Martinsville they will keep it that way. Yeah. Now. Uh, who knows what they're going to do? The only reason they goal. should have a competition caution if something happened with the track, there was a rain. Del- you know, what I'm saying something that for that reason not just oh we're gonna have a competition caution Get, no stop it well in years past the only time and this goes back many many years that the only time they would have a competition caution is if it rained overnight yeah. in between practice and qualifying yeah. and then the race yeah but because obviously the track washes down the rubber wear and, and tire wear yeah. is going to be different yeah uh but yeah i i did appreciate that that they didn't even do that this time so Again, I I don't have a whole lot to add. No, I um, just want to say what I have here. Uh, the results was obviously Denny Hamlin winning, uh, finally, in my notes, uh, on a tire strategy, which, congrats. And then obviously Kevin Harvick second, which is good for him. Both of those veteran guys haven't had sh- anything for the last, <laughs> you know, for this year and a lot of the end of last year. And then yeah, Byron. I say, it's probably been 40, 50 laps or races since any, yeah. either one of those guys. Well, Kevin Hart didn't win at all last year, and he placed decent, but he wasn't competitive at all. Then Byron third, then Truex fourth, and Larson fifth. And then, you know, that gets rid of the Larson. Are we worried about him? So he came back and did good. Uh, my reaction was it was a stale and lackluster uh, race until the end of the tire, until the tire strategy came into play. Uh, I said it wasn't sure, uh, but it was, it wasn't exciting, but it's just at the very end is all it was pretty much all my notes say it wasn't congrats, you know, let's move on to the next. Hopefully Martinsville shouldn't be that way because of how close those turns are. So there should be more beating and banging. I would think so. And being a flat track, um, I think it's going to take eight wheels to turn versus four in a lot of. Yeah, I I just and being a uh, night race. Uh, yeah, it's another one. Yeah, was, um, that was before we go on to that. Obviously, the Xfinity race is better. John John Hunter, John Hunter, John Hunter, and Ty Gibbs fighting that for was the a phenomenal fighting, fighting for the finish phenomenal and and then John Hunter getting mad because he did it. All that crap. So who cares? He won. He well. I'll be honest with you. I can understand him. Get. I mean, number one, he's only there for the trophy. He's he's not uh, competing yeah. for points. But number two, I do think Ty Gibbs kind of did him dirty. Uh, I don't think John Hunt and I watched and I think I texted you right after that race. That was one of the best finishes I've yeah. ever seen. I loved how hard they raced. I don't think that ty gibbs needed to do what he did because come was it coming out of turn three or four uh he he did he shoved his yeah, ass right mm-hmm. up the track yeah and i don't know what john hunter did to deserve that because he raced him clean every time in those last seven eight laps that ty hunter got up next to him he he was clean yeah Ty Gibbs is is auditioning for a cup ride, and he came out this week saying that he wants a cup now. Oh, he sure he does, and, he, I, and, and he's I got his grandpa. So, him. yeah, I don't knock him for that. And like you said, with Grandpa owning the team, he's going to get a ride. Yeah, yeah. So he's auditioning either be this year or next year or the following after. He's 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 coming out publicly saying that 
he wants cup ride. Yep. So well, him so him winning. So him winning is well, what is that? His second or third? Third. Third? Um, it's kind of like the I Chase just, Briscoe I just don't thing. Appreciate the way he did it. I I would much rather have seen him race to the line versus. And he moved Hunt, John Hunter Nemechek. He moved him twice, yeah. not just once. It was twice that he did that. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, again, I mean, a win's a win. Move your grandma for it. I get it, but even after he moved uh, Nemechek the first time. Hunter came back and passed him again and didn't touch him. And then Ty went out there and moved him again. Yeah. So, I mean, racing's racing. I get it. I just, if, if you move somebody to get past them, they come back and they actually pass you without touching you. I don't see the need for the second time. Now, if Hunter to roughed him up on his way by, that would be a whole different scenario. Okay, fine. Game on, baby. You know, let's go. But Hunter showed him, you know, I got a faster car and I'll get by you without having to almost put you in the wall. And Gibbs did it again. And I was like, really? That just, but uh, of the two races this weekend, that was by far the best race. Yeah, it was better. Yeah. I agree. I watched highlights so, and I didn't watch it. I was busy doing stuff, but I watched and it was better. Like I said, Richmond was a forgetful race, um, to say I, to say I the least. They, yeah, when they go back, I think they're in the chase, aren't they? Uh, I do know they go back. I knew they talked about it. Uh, I think um, it's like the first. I, I'd have to look at the schedule, and I'm not going to waste the time. But I think they're actually the first race in the in the chase. But uh, yeah, no, I go ahead. No, no, Darlington is it's no Richmond's right before. The third race before the playoffs. Oh, so they don't go there for the playoffs. Okay. Nope. That's well, considering what we saw Sunday, that's probably not a bad thing. <laughs> no. The first race is Darlington, so that's gonna be a good race, I hope. Yeah. Don't jinx <laughs> but yeah, it. Yeah, like I said, I can't say it enough. I was disappointed. Um there was just no storylines and there was, there was the only no storyline was the Kyle Bush and Kurt Bush. And those are two separate yeah. things, you know, identities. And that was it. There is. And then which the tire at the very thing. end. That was it. Yeah. Which brings me to another thing. Um, I had talked about this many, many years ago on a different podcast that I did that I think is as much as NASCAR wants to throw rules all over the place. I think Kyle Bush or Kurt Bush, excuse me, finished 109 or 119 laps down. Um, at the point where he was, the race was a hundred and whatever it was. I think it was nine laps. They should have parked his ass. There's no reason for him to be on the track past that point. Well, think about it. He, he, he was 37th, but he ended up being 35. So technically those are points for the, you know. Yeah, but he got those back. Way uh, late. Yeah, but it, again, my point is, if you're, whether it's 50 laps down or 100 laps down, at that point, you cannot advance or improve your finish, no, no. matter what happens. Yeah, let's go to the garage but after. No matter what, get off the track, go home. Yep. Um, because you're out there, and and again, he he was a good car when he was running. I'm not saying he wasn't, but there is the big potential for him to cause other problems when that car does not need to be on the track. Yeah. So that's my only point, and I and I've had that bugaboo for years, and I and I'm not saying if you're two laps or three laps down, you should get off the track with two or three to go, but if you're 50, 60, 70, 100 laps down, at that point when there's that many laps, whatever it is left in the race, get out of there. Yeah. You're you're not doing anybody any good. Yeah, no, you're not. All right. So what do you want to talk about next? Uh, I guess it's an in-betweener. 
since after that race, the standings are the first three are non-winners still. Ryan Blaney and Chase Selly are tied for first, and then it's Martin Truex third, and then William Byron, then Joey Logano. So the first four, no, four out of the top five are non-winners. And then after that, it's winners, pretty much. But um, Ryan Blaney and Chase Elliott are tied for number one, and then Martin Truex. So as just, you know, post-Richmond standings, uh, obviously it's going to change a lot, but the first three are still non-winners. All right, you're correct. I didn't realize. I, I like Martin Truex jumping up on in there. Yep. Um, like I said, Byron is the first one with first the win. win. Yep. And then Chastain, then Bowman, Briscoe, and then Larson. Okay. Uh, I don't expect this to stay this way. Oh, no. Uh, at no. all. No. I like that Kevin Harvick's way up there. Yeah, he's, he's getting more consistent and getting up there. Uh, after the win, uh, I just looked it up. Denny Hamlin's now 20th in the points, not 27th or 8th what he was. He jumped in front of Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Bell's in front of Bubba. I'm sorry, I'm going to beat that horse. And <laughs> I just And even Kurt Busch with his shitty finish. Kurt Busch is 18th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, the one I, I am, I, I'm going to have to finally get on your page here where I'm very concerned about Kyle Larson. He finished fourth, fifth, 12, 12th in points. No win. Well, yeah, win. when, yeah, I, like I said this week he came, but he was all over the place cause he was up and down, but he finished fifth. I just think, I just think the tire hit the tire, uh, strategy helped came helped him um but like i said he finished fifth but like i said yeah he's he's only 12th in the standings but with one win i feel like he needs a he needs to rack off like you know you know five top tens out of the next eight races or something you know he needs to be more consistent i and i agree with you i just there's I mean, he had the win, and and I'll tell you what, he's either in like the what the top five or so, or he he's on the wrecker this mm-hmm. year. Yep. Uh, there's no in between. But like I said, I I just I'm trying real hard to find something to talk about with with this race. And now I we can move on. It. I just wanted to have my little thing with that, um, and then obviously in between there was the the, the uh, points in between, and then we can go on the Martinsville. And there's really not much news happened with that boring ass race. That so there's really there was what six teams that failed yeah inspection twice, yeah. and somebody. Uh, had to do a drive through and fall. I want to say Justin Haley, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. I can try to find it. In, in the but there, the, like I said, it was just completely, completely uneventful. Uh, and again, I don't want to see a wreck fest, but I, I do want to see a little bit of action and controversy. I yeah. mean, oh, and and just to wrap up, uh. For the win, you took Bowman. Yeah. I took, uh, hang on, I could get back to Bowman finished eighth, and then I took um, Ricky Stenhouse, who didn't do anything. He finished twenty eighth. Yeah, well. <laughs> um. Richmond, Richmond, where is it at? Oh, come on. You didn't flush that already. Last race, race results. Uh, I took Suarez, which, yeah, that was a big bust for the win. Um, which he actually was pretty racy. Uh, he finished 16th. And I took Cole Custer as the uh, dark horse, and he had his <laughs> issues. Uh, finishing 22nd. Frank took Briscoe. 
for the win, which was 11th, and he took Biffle as yeah. his dark horse, and he didn't. He was dead ass last. 96. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I found completed with a suspension. I found the teams who got pre qualifying inspection infractions. The number three, Austin Dillon. Uh, number 16, A.G. Allmendinger. The number 17, uh, Chris Busher. The number 23, Bubba Wallace. The 31 of Justin Haley. And the 44, Greg Biffle. And the number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse were teams with inspection infractions. Um, the number 31 and 44 failed three times. They had to do a pass-through and could not qualify. Oh, there was two of them. I thought there was only one. Yeah, Greg Biffle and Justin Haley. Okay, you were right on the Haley thing. Yeah, I, th- I yeah, knew. Biffle, I, I, I mean, I got to give Biffle all the credit in the world. I think he's trying to help this team out more than what he's trying to help himself out. And it is just every single race, and I mean every race that he has been in, it's been a mechanical issue of some kind. Yeah, this last it, race it was, not, it was a suspension it, problem or something. Yeah, it's not been an accident or bad luck. It's been a uh, well, this week was suspension. Um, I, I don't remember uh, every single race. I think he's only missed one or two races. Uh, Phoenix being one of them. Yeah, I don't know um, exactly which one. But every race they've raced, it's been a mechanical issue. Period. The end. So, all right. So that's how we did on that. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, anything? I, again. There wasn't even a whole lot of news. No, there's no news. Um, there's only one thing that came out, and it's it's about Haley Deegan. I don't know if you know or heard. There, I kind of scanned over that. I just, it's, I'm sorry, it's, I'm not interested. There was but, someone who was catfishing somebody, uh, saying they were Haley Deegan, and then he sent this guy, whoever it was, who was getting catfished, sent like an eight-page letter to Todd Gilliland, who she races for, I want to say. Threatening and all kinds of stuff. And then she had the back out of a race. And then there's a whole YouTube. There's a whole thing on it, but. I did. The one headline I did actually read was that she got or she backed out of that race due to a fan harassing her. And Yeah, there were. It like, was, it's a, yeah, it was well, Haley Deegan. So anything newsworthy, they're going to post about it. So. It it was a safety thing for her, and this guy was in. I didn't rewatch the YouTube video, but I just read is just some guy was stalking her, basically, or pretty much. He said that no, whoever she's dating says, "Oh, you're not dating her. I'm dating her." And and it was somebody who's getting catfished, and he was getting jealous and mad, and he sent letters, and and apparently he's gonna show up to the track, and it just escalated. Apparently, I don't know. Well, if it, I'll be honest with if. If there was an actual physical threat to her, I don't blame her. Yeah, there is but something happening. So. hand, where's NASCAR security? Yeah. They're not going to get in the track. Like, exactly. You're not going to find her in all those. Tra- Someone's not going to be knocking on all these trailers looking for her. Exactly. Not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did see some of that. I was like, it's minor to me. Almost sounded like some manufactured drama, but again, I did not dive into it, so I can't say one way or the other. No, it's it was just minor to new to me. There might be um, more revelations later on, but I couldn't care less. I mean, to be very, very honest, and I'm probably going to get some blowback for this, but with Haley Deegan, we've got another Danica on our hands. She's better, she's though. She's better, but she's... She's better, I think, but she... She's at least not being pushed to the cup. She's still in truck and some Xfinity. Right. Well, and I, I guess that would be my point is is the results don't merit the um, the attention. No. You know what I'm saying? No. So uh all right. Uh Martin Truex is claimed to be the favorite for uh, Martinsville this weekend. We'll see about that. Um, again, there's just—it's really a weird week. There's just nothing. There's no. Well, we can before we go on to that, we can do what they announced. Um, 
today or yesterday or this week was the NASCAR 2023 Hall of Fame. Yep. They, they I got some things to say. Um I it's not we, I don't know when we can talk now. I don't care. Um far as well, I know I, I want to go through I want to go through it real quick cuz number 1 I'm I love the NASCAR Hall of Fame. You know I've been there a time or two. Uh they've got here is the official uh nominees neil bonnet very worthy tim brewer again very very worthy jeff burton again i'm going to go through the names and then i'd like to actually take a little time and go back and analyze each one of them uh carl edwards harry gant harry hyde matt kenseth larry phillips ricky rudd Kirk Shelmerdine. I thought he was a funny car driver. I don't know. But anyway, if you want, can I mean it's going to take just a little bit of time. Yeah, no, it's like... and then Sam Ard, AJ Foy, and then Matt Kenseth. They added. Uh, did I not? Yeah, you're right. AJ and Banjo Matthews, Herschel McGriff, Ralph Moody. Yeah, they added quite a bit. All right. The first thing I want to say off the top before we get into each one of these, or not each one, but uh, some of the big names individually. <laughs> and I know that baseball does this. I know that football does this. But I'm sick and tired of seeing a crowd every year come in. Yeah, it shouldn't be this it should, much. It should be like four to five. Yeah, maybe maybe five max. But they should be very, very distinguished. Uh I don't like this. I mean, again, I, I've been to the Hall of Fame a couple of times, and they're going to run out of wall space if they keep this shit up. Yeah, no. There's not going to be enough room to hang plaques and pictures if they don't stop, because that building, even though it's a big building, is more of a museum than it is an actual honorary of the drivers. There's obviously that room where they've got them all on the wall, and when I was there the last time, probably six, seven years ago, they were running out then. But I've got a couple of issues with a couple of these problem or these people. Now, Neil Bonnet, I have no problem with. I, I believe he should be in there. Um, he became a broadcaster. He he had a I, he died in a crash in 1994 practicing for the Daytona 500. He was Dale Earnhardt's soulmate. They were fishing buddies. They were drinking buddies. They were everything. And I, I, even though he doesn't have a championship, um, I mean, he won the 1980 Talladega 500. He won the July 4th. It was called Firecracker at the time in 79 at Daytona. He won the Coke 600 twice in 82 and 83. And he's considered part of the Alabama gang. And, and that includes the Allisons and, and all that whole lot over there. I have no problem with that. Uh, Tim Brewer. He was a crew chief from 73 to 04. He had 53 victories. Uh, won the 78 and 81 championship with Yarborough in 78 and Waltrip in 81. I have no problem with that. Again, he he wasn't a driver, but he was very instrumental in the progression of the sport. Jeff Burton. I love Jeff Burton. I think they called him mayor of the garage after uh, Earnhardt passed. But as a driver, he does not have a championship. No. Um, I don't. He has only, and well, I say only because 21, no matter what, is still a good number of, of career wins. He won the Southern 500 in 99, the Coke 600 and also in 99, and the Pepsi 400 uh, in 2000. He was runner-up in that year for the, the championship. Okay. 
he's still around and doing things. I've even seen rumors of him maybe coming back and driving a little bit. I think he's in the SRX series now. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at some point in time, Jeff Burton shouldn't be in there, but not now. I th- yeah, I, I was going to say it's too early. Carl Edwards. While they're still active driving still, they shouldn't. It doesn't matter if it's NASCAR or whatever. They shouldn't. And I think that drivers, I know this is kind of tough, but if you don't have at least one championship as a driver, I don't think you should be in the Hall of Fame. Get an honorable mention room or something of that nature. Uh, I, I just don't agree with that. The next one, Carl Edwards. I am a huge huge Carl Edwards fan. I love his charisma. I love his presence when he was at the track. I love the backflip after every win that he did. Again, another driver that does not have a championship for the Hall of Fame. I He had 28 wins, which was better than Burton. He won the 2015 uh, Coke 600, the Southern 500 the same year. He was a two-time runner-up for the championships standings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His his um uh defining moment, I guess, was when he was in that tiebreaker with Tony Stewart at Homestead and they had to go clear back to what top fives, top tens. Yeah, he lost it by yeah. 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 It, if there was ever a year when they should have had co-champions, I think that should have been it because they had the same amount of wins. But anyway, that's water under the bridge. But again, I, I love Carl Edwards. I think he is one of the best things that ever happened to this sport in the early 2000s. And I think it, it, I think he, that's why Jeff Burton and him, it's, just, it's kind of like the Dale Earnhardt Jr. thing. It's not because he won championships or won races. It's the impact at the time they were racing on the industry. Carl Edwards brought I people in. I don't think Dale Jr. should be in the Hall of Fame. I know. We, had, we talked about that. I, and, and, I the same, and the reason I think Burton is because Dale Earnhardt, before he passed, uh, wanted him. Like, the, when I retire, he's racing my car type shit. Like, he... Yep. So, I remember that. So he's one he of those. By Dale. Yeah. So that was. I think that's another reason. And and he, and plus, if you, I don't know if you remember when they did the Winston Million, Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon tore those cars up the win. I forgot what race it was, but they were battling like crazy. And with that race, yeah. I can't remember what race, but they were they were beating and banging to win that Winston Million. Whoever won, but is it is just I do remember that, but I I don't remember where. Yeah, I just know it's more or less the impact on the on the industry at the time when they were racing. Yeah. Well, and again, I I, I I'm not saying this out of any kind of animus. I'm just I think there should be some very stringent criteria for a driver. And I think one of the bars should be at least one championship. Harry Gant. Driver from 73 to 94, 18 wins, two Southern 500s, uh, three-time champion. He deserves to be in, hands down, deserves to be in. They called him Mr. September, and I can remember that, um, after famously winning four straight races in September of 91. Harry High. He's he was a famous. In fact, uh, was it not Talladega Nights? Um, Days of Thunder. The other movie with Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder. That whole movie was about Harry Hyde and Mister Hendricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was he was a series crew chief from ninety or sixty six to ninety three. Fifty six wins. Nineteen seventy uh, champion with uh, Bobby Isaac. He he would have gotten another one if Tim Richmond hadn't killed himself. Um, he worked with other drivers like Buddy Baker, Dave Marcus, Neil Bonnet, Jeff Bodine, Benny Parsons, and Ken Schrader. I believe he deserves to be in hands down. He as a crew chief. Um, Kenseth, by the criteria I've laid out, I guess he should be in. He won a championship, but. 
that year he won the championship, he had only one win, and I believe it was a rain-shortened win. I don't remember, no. I could be wrong about that. But he had 38 wins, I, and again, I, I would vote for him. Now, Larry Phillips, I'm going to tell you, I have no idea who this is, and I watched NASCAR from the mid-'80s on. They, they say he was a driver from 1960 to 2001. <laughs> Yeah, that name. I was like, "Who the hell is this?" I've never, you know, till two thousand one. But anyway, um, they've got him up, Ricky Rudd. Now, here's another one where I'm gonna break my rule. <laughs> yeah, the Rooster. That boy. Uh, he was a driver from seventy five to oh seven. He had twenty three wins. He was a Brickyard winner in seventy seven. Runner up seventy sevens. 97, I'm sorry. Uh, Runner-up to in 91, uh, championship-wise, he was tough. He he was like Harvick. You mess with him, you better run and run fast because he's not going to forget. Uh, there's not a whole lot of, I want to say accolades, but... Again, he has such a huge impact on the sport. I, I, you know, one of the main reasons I became a big fan of him, and I put Ernie Irvin in this category, is because they drove that gold star, the yeah. Hamlin gold star for. Uh, uh, dang it, <laughs> I got it. I can see him. Um. Oh man, now I'm pissed. Uh. Oh, crap. Davey Allison, he uh, drove for him. Oh, here you go. You're going to look it up. I'll look. I can see his face. Uh, Car owner Haas Ellington? No. That's what it says. I looked it up. No. Team owner? Uh, Yates. Yeah, Robert Yates. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Robert Yates. Uh... God, I can't believe I brain farted on that. But I loved him in that car because he took over after Davey Allison. Um, Ricky Rudd drove that car for a while. Ernie Irvin. Uh, that, I mean, we had this discussion on one of our first podcasts, but that Texaco Haviland Gold Star car was one of my favorites beyond the, as, as much so as the John Deere. Um, Kirk Shelverdine. He was a crew chief. Uh, won four championships for Earnhardt in 86, 87, 90, and 91. He had 46 career wins, 44 with Earnhardt and two with Ricky Rudd. Um, he did make 26 starts as a driver. I would give him a pass as well. I didn't know all that about him until I did some uh, research on him. Uh, I actually thought he was a funny car driver. I didn't realize that. So I give him credit. Um, Sam Ard. He was a legendary driver in the NASCAR late model sportsman division and Bush Grand National, of course, which used to be the Xfinity. Uh, 22 victories, two straight champions in later series during the blah, 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 blah. He became a car owner after a, a career-ending crash at Rockingham fielding cars for uh, both Jimmy Hensley and Jeff Burton. There's another one. Why is he even up for consideration? I I mean, he did a good job, but he hasn't done anything stellar. A.J. Foyt. Um, no. <laughs> Just no. Go, to, go back to Indy and get in their uh, Hall of Fame. Banjo Matthews. Now, I agree with this one. He's a legendary car owner and builder. He built cars that won more than 250 Cup Series races and uh, championships from 76 to 78. Eight races as a car owner and crew chief for uh, Fireball Roberts, Junior Johnson, Donnie Allison. I give him a pass. He He did some great stuff. Now, if I threw the word out, Herschel McGriff. What does that mean to you? Nothing. Exactly. 
Uh, I guess he was a legendary racer across NASCAR car divisions, competed in 87 races from 1950 to 1994 at the cup level, had four wins. Um, the Winston West, which is basically the go-kart series, he had 34 wins in a championship in 86, became the oldest driver to ever compete in a NASCAR race in 2018 running a west series i was gonna say did they ever uh say anything was that guy that got in trouble this year um at rockingham um i'll think of it in a minute i don't i i i suppose he gets the old man pass but i wouldn't let that go uh ralph moody uh he had five wins Nothing big there. Janet Guthrie, only because she's the first woman to ever race a, a cup car. I I suppose if you want to be on the woke side of things, great. Alvin Hawkins. This guy is special. He's the first flagman in NASCAR history. If anybody belongs in the Hall of Fame, it's this man. Just because he was number one. Well, is it is that the flagman that used to stand on the track? In flag because that's how they used to do it. I would imagine so. If he's the first uh, one, they used to stand around the track right next to the cars. So yeah. well, he put his on life the, on the, the line. Inside of the yeah, inside yeah, wall. inside wall, yeah. And Mike Helton, you got to give him the pass because he was the general manager of, uh, well, later president of NASCAR. He was named that in 2000. I think he stepped down two years ago. He was the owner. Uh, our general manager of Atlanta and Talladega. I did not know that. Atlanta Motor Speedway and Talladega from 1980 to 1990. And then you've got to give a shout out to the family member, uh, Lisa France Kennedy. I'm not going to say much about that. And Maddie, uh, Dr. Joseph Mattioli, uh, founder and longtime owner of Pocono Highway, the, or uh, Raceway. The Mattioli family, I, I would I would vote for him too. But there's only about five of them on here that I would actually the rest of them, I'm not saying that they don't have a place. It's too soon. They they it's they they soon. have a lot of life left to give to NASCAR. Like they can still contribute. Mm-hmm. Like Carl Edwards, he can come back out of retirement and probably contend still. You know, oh, can, I saw a rumor on that too. Oh, I, I, he, he's always been a rumor for a while. I just don't know. I haven't heard much on it, but it's one of those why he still has so much to contribute. Just like with Junior, like there's still rumors of him coming up the cup with his. He's ra- he's racing this weekend at Martinsville. Yes, the, yes, that's his little yearly thing. But it's him bringing the Junior Motorsports to cup is still a thing and. It's it's you're still contributing to the to NASCAR. So why are you, you know, being I don't know, being conducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, maybe down the line, but it's one of those. Jeff Burton Again, still I can just, too. That, you know, as I said earlier, I I'm not knocking any one of these individuals as far as being a good person or contributing. But there's a lot of other people I think that are more deserving. Uh, and and I go back, like I said, when you when you get into the the crew chief category, the car owner category, um, special things like that, uh, dude. That um, you know, the first ever flagman for NASCAR. That that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome stuff, and that needs to be remembered and honored. But the just, like I said, and I'm I love Jeff Burton. I love Carl Edwards. I don't think they have any business being on the ballot for the Hall of Fame at this point in time. But that's my opinion. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, I think it's kind of a watering down uh, effect of of the honor. But all right, I'm I'm off my high horse on no, that one. You're good. So, you want to tell me uh, about our fantasy league? You barely beat me. Yeah, but I got back in shape there with a, what, a 205? 
I I missed every every pick, like the head oh, the head so pick. I. I missed. I didn't get a single one right. Yeah, you got one right because we didn't pick the same. Did I? You got one of them right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't think I got any right at all. Yeah, you picked. Hold on, you the head the head of Alex Bowman and Kyle Bush. You picked Bush, and Alex Bowman beat him by one position. Okay, you picked Ross Chastain over Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick beat that him. Didn't work. Okay, you picked Martin Truex over Kyle Larson. Martin Truex was fourth, and Kyle Larson was fifth. That's the one you won. And okay. and then you picked Joey Logano over Denny Hamlin, and that I was didn't happen. That, uh, yeah, I I mean that was what thirty points that I normally whatever it is what it is. And like I said, I missed. All four of them. If I would have just got two of them, I would have been right there. Like, I didn't have a bad finish. Ross Chastain finished 19th when I took Tyler Reddick out for him. I shouldn't have. But, like I said, the tire situation kind of really, not really screwed the pooch, but I didn't do too bad, even regardless with the tire situation or the tire strategy. But, no, you you know, you barely beat me, but, yeah, we're... Well, I, what did I have, a 205? 210. 210? I had a 193. Eh, not bad. I don't think Frank made any changes again. <laughs> He's going to run out of his team's going to get taken right off if he doesn't start making The changes. thing is though you can make a picks right now regardless and he just doesn't know if he gets on it or not. I don't know. He said he forgot about it. I I did ask him about it and he said I keep forgetting. I said all right. It is what it is. Um I I'm still like thirty five thousand and something in the the whole league. As I'm far as yeah, everybody. I'm forty seven thousand. I don't know where I'm, <laughs> and I'm not even far behind you. Compl- you know, with together, you're only thirty no twenty eight ahead of me. Yeah, twenty eight points Ooh. overall, and I'm at forty seven thousand. I did notice. I looked at uh, the overall, and uh, one guy that's in the top ten, he's using the the same lineup in two get different leagues and getting the same uh, credit for, I don't understand how that works. It's something racing and then whatever it is. Carry, carry my bag one and carry my bag. He's yeah. fourth. TMR racing and backseat drivers. He has two different lineups. Well, it's two different, I guess, lineups and now. Okay. <laughs> But he's fourth. So, and they have, I don't know, they're quite a bit ahead of me. Yeah, fourteen seventy-three is the number one guy, tied actually. What do we have? I think you were around twelve, aren't we? Or- I'm eleven fifty-seven, and you're eleven eighty-five. So we need a four hundred point week. <laughs> Twice. Technically, from here on out, we need, if we can, to get 200 plus every time. And then for them to stumble. Yeah. But you know what? I took your advice and I'm kind of staying off the big hitters right now. I mean, you can see, and I can't pull it up right now, I don't think. um, But I didn't take the A list. Uh, In fact, actually, I had uh, Truex and. I put him in the garage to start the race. Same here. Uh, let's see, where is it at? Let's see if I can pull it up. Cause, and it was early on. I, I don't think it was even um, the end of the first segment. Uh, first, what do I call it? It's not a segment. Stage. It's first stage. That... Uh, I I switched him out, uh, whoever it was that I had in there. Cole Custer. Uh, yeah, if Cole Custer's the one in the garage, he's he's the one I switched. I I took him out early, but he was also in a wreck, wasn't he? No, I don't know. I don't think there was that many wrecks. If there was, he just was back there. Uh, yeah, I had Briscoe Blaney was my other big name. And I had Truex in the garage with Cole Custer, 
that wasn't. And Christopher Bell and Ross Chastain, I was able to pull it up. I'm surprised. I would have thought that Chase Elliott would have done a lot better here, and he didn't. But yeah, Chastain uh, beat. Or wait a minute, this is getting set up for Martinsville. Never mind. The head to heads are different. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, we've got. I don't know how many races you got to save your big guys. I think there's 20, 26 or 27 races going into the chase. 26 going into the chase. So you got to, you only got 10 per, so you got to swap. You got to, at least every other race, you got to swap people out. Yeah, absolutely. If not a little bit, every other, other. Well, I've actually with, with, with putting Truex in, I've used him seven times. I, or three times I've used Blaney three times. So I, I'm going to have to save them for later. Around. But you know what? With the what we would have called lower tier players at the beginning of the year being, you know, Chase Briscoe, Ross, Ross Chastain, mm-hmm. Christopher Bell, uh, Kyle or Cole Custer, uh, Eric Jones. They've, they've been some point getting people. I mean, until this week when, uh, Hamlin and Harvick and and uh like I said, it could swap mid season. You can be like, okay, these guys are hot. I'm gonna start choosing them, and I, you know, you can barely choose them. So, but you almost uh you're so scared of running out of the at the luck bank, yeah, <laughs> because there has been some lucky picks here with uh and and maybe that goes to. To the point of how this car is the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't. I don't know. I'm going to choose obviously again this week. I'll wait to qualify under practice. What I see, and plus, yeah, and exactly. going on to Martinsville, it's the first night race of 2022. Not yes, including not including the duels or whatever the hell that you know Daytona does, but you know, it's the smallest track of the year so far, and I expect a lot of beating and banging, but. I expected that here at Richmond, too. I actually too. do, because it's flat. Yeah. Uh, I saw a graphic they did on uh, Fox this weekend, which I thought was cool, being the the uh, Richmond, Martinsville, and Bristol, which are the three-race thing that we're in right now, all fit inside of Talladega, which is after <laughs> Bristol. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty cool. That every single one of those tracks put together would fit inside a town. Yeah, Bristol is going to be another topic next week because there's a lot of cup drivers dropping down to the truck drive trucks to practice. They've came out this week. Three guys came out is driving truck. The Bristol Bowman or Harrison Burton, uh, Byron. There you go, Byron. And there's another one that came out and said it too. Um, Bush. No. Let me see. Uh, I have it here. I just looked it up before I started. About it. I'll remember and I can't. Um, it was Harrison Burton, Byron, and let me, come on. Uh, Joey Logano. Joey Logano. Oh, Logano. Hey. And that, that race is Thursday night. Tomorrow night. The truck no, at no, Bristol. No. This is Bristol. Like I said, this is Bristol. Yeah. Because they're racing the trucks at uh, Martinsville tomorrow. Yeah, but like I said, the tr- there's a lot of cup guys dropping down for the truck to get some practice in. But at least so far, it's been those are the three ones. It's Joe Ligano, Harrison Burden, and uh, William Byron. Byron did pretty good when he raced the last time in a truck, so I don't know how he'll do on dirt. And uh, we'll get to it. When yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I said. That was just a little side note that came out today. It was those three guys. I'm just so not into the. Well, last year was a clusterfuck because the rain and and then they, I think they waited till I think Monday or Tuesday to rate because yeah, there's so least much. Two days. It was it was a lot of rain that put them off. Not a fan. Not a fan. All right, my man. Um, One I kind of talked about earlier is Dale Earnhardt's also racing in Martinsville, so that's something to look out for. See how he he always yeah. yeah. So he's always 
even with these, he's always been contending in the top five or ten, so expect that. He says he likes it. It's fun, but it's like a one-time yearly thing. So It is, and I think it's Martinsville every year. It has been for the last couple of years. Yeah, it's usually a shorter track. The, yeah, is he running the Hellman's again? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I it's a Hellman's 88 paint scheme. Uh, Hold on. Yeah, it's Hellman's 88, I believe I saw. A lot of new paint schemes coming out this week, too. Oh, yeah, another that. thing that came out, Um, now that we say that, is Yahoo is going to sponsor um, Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch and John Hunter Nemechek and two lower-tier guys, uh, Jesse Love, I'm assuming that's Arca, and... Kaylee Ray Bryson, who's uh, the Midgets. So, okay. so Yahoo's going to sponsor them, but I was trying to find the, the Hellman's car. I just saw it. But I can't find it now. <laughs> but yeah, he's racing the Hellman's 88 Xfinity car. I hope I can find it on Twitter real quick, Dale Jr. Can't find it. Uh, and at least can't find it real quick. Alright. Other than that, there's really... Like I said, there really wasn't much news, so... Pretty much that's it, really. You know, there's a recap, the news, and... On the Martinsville. Um, and don't know what to expect there. No, I... Apparently these cars are more durable. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. This is one of those. I tracks. just hope it's a little more exciting, more passing. Well, I don't know. Last year, uh, the, 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 the Alex Bowman and Denny Hamlin got into it pretty good. So yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty. It was a bullshit thing Hamlin did last time. Is you know Hamlin got punted by Bowman one, and then Hamlin came out while he's doing his burnout and put him nose to nose. Like they're a, I, you're a, I remember that. You're a, you're a fucking. How many times have you fucking punted somebody for the win? I agree. So with that, who you got for the win? Oh, man. <sighs> oh. Um. I'm going to say Ryan Blaney. He's going to be, oh, yeah, I'm going to say Ryan Blaney, and he's going to be the eighth different winner for the year. Not not a bad pick. I want to say Blaney in the in the dark horse, even though I probably shouldn't because he lost a hundred points. But I'm gonna pick Brad. He's been consistently getting better and better with understanding that he doesn't have the best shit. So I think right. I think he'll actually come out at least with a top fifteen, if not a top ten. Okay. Well, uh, real quick, Blaney is he's raced there 12 times in his young career. He's got six top tens, five top fives and no wins, but I think it's a good pick. He's just uh, too hot right now. He's like, honestly reminds me of Ryan Newman from the early two thousands. He's like rocket man. Right. Get, he's rocket man with the poles and he's always contending for the top spot. So I, I just think it's, it's going to come with the win and I don't know when, but like that, I just think he's just really, really hot right now. Well, I'm I'm with you on the uh, dark horse. I'm going with Keselowski. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's got two wins, seventeen top tens, tw- uh, twelve top fives. I may just say fuck it and put him in my garage. That's a pick too. I think so. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking is putting him in the garage. But I'm going Denny Hamlin back to back. Man, that's pushing it with him right now. I know it. He's had four poles in 32 races, uh, 22 top tens, five wins, 16 top fives. His average finish, though, it's either here or zero because his average finish is 10.2. However, I could see, I don't know, man. There's, like I said, Truex is good and he, he had a good performance last week. Obviously, so did, you know. Uh, Hamlin. And Denny, Denny Hamlin does have the the best average finish of all active drivers at ten point two. 
the Ryan Blaney and Kozlowski are tied at 10.8, and Kyle Bush is 11.8. Logano is a flat 12. So, um, no, I'm I just I, I don't know. I, I can see, I mean, this is this one is, way or another. It's gonna be a crapshoot, in my opinion. Not a crapshoot, yeah. it's it's who you expect's gonna be good at racing is gonna be good, and who's not is gonna just be in the back. But they can't, they can't handle the way it races. I think it's too close quarter, too banging. Like I said, Bubba Wallace, he'll probably be flat tire crash wall. Oh, we need to have another over under Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is gonna be cool. Number one, how many laps down is he gonna be? Oh boy, uh. I think he's probably going to crash a tire something. So I'll say by finish laps down. Yeah. Oh, man. This 400 laps. I'll say 150. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say, I'll say it'll be into the third, third stage when it gets more racy and, and then he'll go into the wall. My guess. 150? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 100. Because I don't think he'll finish the race either. That needs to be our new thing <laughs> is we're... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have fun. Yeah, I agree. Oh, wow. All right, I uh, honestly, I wish there was a whole hell of a lot more to talk about, but they're just honestly that, there isn't. No, we like I said, we're already an hour and six in, so. Um, All right, my man, um, let's cut out of here, and we'll see everybody next week. Yeah, next week I'm gonna try to do it live because I think that's gonna give us more interaction with people if sure. it happens. Um, I tried doing it here, but I have to apply apparently, and yeah, I gotta wait for them to accept. Um, okay. apparently you don't just give it to anybody, but that's fine. We can try it next week and I'll have it all set up. And I think it's just to be more interactive with anybody. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And if not, we'll just continue doing recording. But other than that. All right. Um, uh, I'm actually excited for a night race. I like right night racing and Martin's. Also, I do too. So I'm ready for it. See how it goes, and uh, I guess what we'll see. Well, whenever this goes live, so it'll be next Thursday, right? Uh, so all right, I guess we can go there and.